Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim, and we talk about horror movies on this show. And uh, on this particular episode, we are going to be talking about uh, something we're working our way through, because we, uh, we have a new Leatherface movie coming out in October, which I believe, at least currently, is called Leatherface. It's not, it's not unlike horror movies, especially sequels, to change their titles closer to release. Look at Annabelle 2, which is now Annabelle the Creation, I think... Oh God! <laughs> yeah, it's a prequel about the origin of Annabelle, <laughs> which we already got. But all right. Well, no. Before that, though, we're going to get like how the doll even became cursed in the first place. Didn't we get that in the first movie? I, I, I think they. Yeah, yeah I, I think they like explained the backstory in a couple of like lines of dialogue. But I think we're getting the like the full fleshed out. Here's the. Well, no, because in the first movie, like, in the first scene is about the crazy cultist lady that dies and performs that ritual with, and the doll's in the room, and I thought the whole thing was that she possesses a doll. There's more to the origin. <laughs> no, I don't have the answers, so I didn't really go to the movie. Damn it, Pete. It's called <laughs> Annabelle the Creation. What the hell else am I supposed to assume it's about? Maybe it's, like, the very literal, like, the factory that made the doll and the dude that sculpted her face and I, I, I th- okay going in the, by the teaser trailer I'm going to guess then it is about the first person who owns the doll post possession okay that makes we, sense we see a little girl with the doll and it's all creepy um, so I'll, I'll guess that's the story there it's the first okay. as soon as it got cursed this is the first mm-hmm. sort of incident with it yeah why are we talking about Annabelle? I don't worry talking about Annabelle. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which uh, of course is the sequel to the first one, and is the second of seven? Sounds seven. about right. Four, five, six, seven. yeah, seven. Yeah, the, the new one, the, the new prequel in October will be the eighth movie in the Texas Chainsaw franchise. So, How many uh, prequels is that? <laughs> Well, Texas, I go through this every time, but I'll, I'll, I'll do it now. So Texas Chainsaw had, obviously the original, had three sequels. Uh, well, we'll say two sequels and then kind of a reboot with uh, The Next Generation, right? Okay. And then it had a remake. It had a right. prequel to the remake. And right. then they made Texas Chainsaw in 2013, which is a direct sequel to the original film, ignoring all the other sequels and obviously ignoring the remake and the prequel to the remake. It's so easy. Why? <laughs> and who would get confused by that? And now we're getting a prequel, presumably to the original film. Although I've got a funny feeling it's not going to feel like nineteen seventies or whatever when they make it. But we'll see. Maybe I'll be surprised. Yeah. Well, who knows? Yeah. Good. That said, um, I I believe they I believe they finished filming filming it like years ago. It's been on the shelf, which is never a good sign. Oh, I wish I would have known. I <laughs> would have congratulated them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that said another example of a, a, a horror sort of sequel that was on the shelf for a couple of years after being completed was Jason X and I happen to quite enjoy Jason X so uh, who knows if if this one involves leather space I was going to say leather face in space but leather space is just too good that, that's that just that what works. it should be just hands down yeah <laughs> Oh. oh god um, so obviously we need to also get the uh, Michael Jason crossover at some point Friday the 31st <laughs> come on I, that, that I was, love that if you're going to have that movie that's the title I don't even think the movie would necessarily be good but I think that title's perfect yeah um, oh, I feel like it would take so long for them to like meet up like you would just see one like in the background, and then cut to the other side, you see the other one in the background. And if I was going to plot that movie, I would say a member of the Strode family. So, Michael's hunting, you know, new, new cousin-niece character, Strode, uh, but she goes and spends summer at Crystal Lake, and that's how you get Michael there, on his turf. There you go. It's so easy. How can, I'm surprised they haven't done it already. Ah, rights issues and stuff, Ugh. I guess. Uh, Oh, I don't know. But anyway, so Texas Chainsaw 2 is what we're actually going to talk about today. Uh, pardon the tangents. Uh, this is part of what we do. We, we, we like to go away. But anyway, so... I, 
Yeah, we'll do a, yeah, we'll do a little bit of spoiler free. <laughs> we'll do a little bit of spoiler free before we go. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. I warn you before we go into spoilers, if there even is a lot we want to talk about in that sense. Um, it was made a long time after the original. It's over a decade after the fact. Well, let me get these. Out. I think it was eighty seven, eighty six, eighty six, nineteen eighty six. Year of my birth. Oh man. <laughs> I was born, and then they said, "Man, this kid, we got to make a movie to celebrate." <laughs> what better movie than a weird family of cannibals? Uh, was there ever a movie that sums up Tim Vergulish in a single, single log line? Texas oh, Chainsaw yeah. Massacre Part Two. What happened to Part One? I don't know. It's perfect. It works for you so well. Those parts of you, I think, are missing. Um, so. No, so this one takes place in a different part of Texas, and it's uh, it, it's basically the family are still doing their thing. There's like a new brother who, who, who for me in my head as I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, he's replaced the Hitchhiker. Turns out it's the Hitchhiker's twin brother. Not that I necessarily got that from the movie. Uh, I looked up, because I, I had to just double check that I was understanding it right. Just like, you know, is it this weird thing where they don't care about continuity, so it's just like, oh, they've got another brother now. But at the same time, Dennis Hopper's character, the you know the, the ex-cop, uh, lefty, his whole thing is that he, like some of the kids that died were his niece and nephew, like Franklin right. was his nephew, um, and so obviously continuity does matter because that's his whole <laughs> reason for doing this is because uh, he's been hunting them across Texas apparently, because uh, the, the the opening text because it's you know it starts with a scroll with the you know, the voice talking about it as if it's a true story. It's like oh the massacre never stopped. It's been going on across Texas all these years and lefty's hunting them. Uh, another main character is a radio host uh, called Stretch, and she inadvertently hears one of the kills at the start of the movie, and she tries to like team up with Lefty, and uh, gets kind of caught in the crossfire. And very quickly, the movie ends up in their new home base, the family's new thing, which is like an abandoned <laughs> amusement park. And mm-hmm. the, there's a lot of chainsaw fights, and there's blood, and there's stuff, and mm-hmm. there's black humour. It's definitely more veering towards black comedy than straight horror like the first one was. Oh sure. Um, even though the characters, I, 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 I don't think the characters ever feel like they've they've mm-hmm. altered them to make it feel like that. It's just they've just embraced it even more to the point where it's mm-hmm. more absurd than it is scary. I feel like in most franchises, it usually takes up until maybe like the fourth or fifth installment of the series before they get really crazy and off the rails. And this, they just skip all that. They're like, no, like the <laughs> second one, we're going totally bonkers with. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Toby Hooper gives himself a gratuitous cameo. Oh, who did he play? I didn't recognize him. Uh, he was. It's just when a uh, stretch goes to see Lefty at the hotel, and he's the guy who sort of stumbles in front of her and throws the beer can at the other guys. Oh, okay. But he proper turns around and looks at the camera and throws his can. It's, just, it's really <laughs> gratuitous. It's like you know Hitchcock would just walk through a scene and that'd be enough for him. But now he has to have yeah. a little moment where he turns around and he's like, "Ah, you damn kids!" Oh, these are the hoops, you know. <laughs> The hoops, yeah, I'm sure that's what his buddies all call them. You want to go round to hoops for dinner? He's got a chainsaw. Of course he does. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the that's the gist of the movie. That's the plot. Um, Tim, yeah, what did you think of Texas Chainsaw? And obviously, we've both seen this before. We usually specify that before we start talking about it. Actually, we've both seen this before. I think it's been it's been maybe a little while since I've seen this. You know, five six yeah. years something like that. But. Um, but what do you think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2? Well, Pete, are you asking me if this movie is good? Are you are you asking me if this movie is really, really good? Is that what? That sounds like the start of a porn scene. Tim, what are you doing? I'm doing uh, what Stretch did to Leatherface. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Answer the damn question. Um, <laughs> I, I tell you what, I, 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 I like it a lot up into a point. Like, uh, it's it doesn't take itself seriously. Uh, of the goofier kind of horror movies, which I tend to like a lot, but I feel like almost every scene just goes on a smidge too long than i'd like it to mm-hmm. i'm i'm there I'm with i like it too and i do have I, I think i like a lot of individual things about it i think as a movie it's got a really weird structure oh sure yeah because i feel like so you set up 
at the start, like these randomers get killed. Uh, I don't think that's a spoiler. Uh, and then we introduce the main characters, and they sort of kind of team up. And th- then a thing happens, and we end up at the the villains, you know, the, the Sawyer family's base, this this abandoned amusement park. And I looked at the time when they got there. It was almost bang on halfway through the film, but it feels like you're going into Act Three already. It feels like yeah. it feels like there's a lot of setup to, to get to know the characters and get to care about them. That's missing. It's really weird. Oh, and and there really isn't like a lot of characters. Like there's not a a high no? like a death count or anything in this movie. No, uh, that is especially just Lefty and Stretch. Lefty has like a sort of co-worker who works with her. Uh, mm. Lefty has no one with him. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that, that's that's kind of it. Like, um, so no, I think from a, a structural point of view, it feels really weird. And then I actually agree with you that there's some scenes that I think just go on a bit too long, especially in the last half of the film when they're in the the base and. It's like it's like, and it's, there's, there's nothing I dislike about any of the scenes in and of themselves. It's just it's like you could have taken about twenty to thirty percent of this away, and it would have been yeah. just better paced. I, yeah, like it, the movie's about an hour and forty minutes, I believe. Yeah, and I feel like you could have easily shaved off like not a ton, but maybe ten minutes, and I, yeah, I think 10, it might have 10, like 15. flowed a little better. Yeah, um, I agree with that. And uh, and it's like it's a kind of thing where. It's something ridiculous or cheesy or, you know, someone is being all crazy and it's entertaining, but like everything, you know, it gets to a point where it's like, why, why is this still going on? Like, I feel like we should have skipped to what's happening next now. Or Yeah, I think I think the first half is fine from a pacing point of view, it, but it's mm-hmm. then the second half, it just slows right down, is it? It revels in all the weird things it's doing and all of them yeah. on their own are actually fine. I like most of those scenes. And then it's like, oh wait, we're still doing this, and you're, you're checking your watch, and you're like, oh, you're getting a little bit tedious, kind of thing. And I, st- and I still like the movie overall. I think it's a pretty decent oh, yeah, sequel, definitely. but uh, it's definitely got its flaws. It's definitely not. It's definitely not as good as the first one. Even if it didn't have these problems, it's probably still wouldn't be as good as the first one, obviously. But yeah. I think it's definitely got these uh, these share of issues that kind of hold it back a little bit. Uh, what I like too is that uh, it feels kind of ambitious to me, like. I think especially with this uh the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre I think it would have been really easy to do you know a straight up sequel where you kind of expect what's going to happen like it's just another group of hitchhikers you yeah. know running into the yeah. family again and they really don't do that they it does feel like they are actively trying to do something different which uh I liked yeah, I think Toby Hooper really didn't want to just do the same thing again. Right down to the fact that he basically kind of changed the genre uh, yeah. that he was working in. And I don't think it's as successful as, say, Aliens to Alien. <laughs> but <Sure. laughs> it, it, it does give it a different kind of feel. And it, it at least feels like it's not like a... It's not such a departure. It feels like a betrayal to the characters. It still fits oh, who no, they are. Yeah. Uh, so that works. I will say, watching watching this one again, especially watching it so soon after watching the original a few weeks ago, is... It's like kind of amazing how the first one's this really grimy movie. It's shot in sixteen millimeter. Uh, it feels like that, and it's not that this one feels like super slick or clean, but it does feel more like an actual movie from the eighties kind of thing. Mm. Like it feels like any other movie I'd watched from the eighties with a similar sort of budget, and it feels like it actually has production value, as opposed oh, to yeah. them having one house out in the middle of nowhere to to work with. Because that, that their whole base in this is like a big set that they've they've built presumably, or at least oh yeah, dressed, it's huge, and it's <laughs> or really at least big. Feels big. And yeah. we have a like a, we have a car chase at the start. I mean, imagine <laughs> them doing a car chase in the first Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> they didn't have money for that. Like, so yeah. there's a lot of lot, lot of things like that. And these aren't necessarily bad things. I do think it maybe robs it of a little bit of the like some of the the snuff film kind of feel the first one had is kind of lost. And it's debatable whether or not you wanted that again, or if you wanted to have it feel a bit different and go elsewhere. Because yeah. uh, I think the risk well, would have been. If they were going to do like a sort of like t- typical copy of the formula, have have a new group of characters stumble into the house, it would have had the same increased production value just because you know this time it's backed because it's a name and it's the eighties and they right. want a slasher sequel. Uh, I-, I think what you'd have maybe ended up having is you would have had just a Texas Chainsaw that felt like a, a sequel to another franchise, even though it's Leatherface, yeah, kind of thing. Whereas here it feels like, oh no, it's kept all these other characters and it's got these wacky absurdity and your cannibal humour and all the rest of it. And, yeah. yeah, and uh, I kind of like the, you know, the first one feels sleazy but in like a very 70s way and then this one, it still feels sleazy but like in a very 80s way. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
I think we spoke a lot about the, the first one about how the characters were kind of shit. <laughs> like they were just kind of <laughs> blank yeah. slates to be killed. Um, mm-hmm. I think this one does a slightly better job. That may just because it's only got two characters, really. You know, outside of the sure. family. Um, I don't think it does enough. Like I don't, I don't think it gives us enough time with them to really grow to care about Stretch or Lefty. Um, Le- Lefty in particular. We'll talk about this in spoilers, but he. He's actually kind of unlikable if you if you really pay attention to what he does in this movie. Um, oh, I, I mean, he's totally insane. Yeah. But he is like captivating. Like every time on screen, I wanted to see what he was gonna do. Oh well, yeah, it's, it's Dennis Hopper, and I can only <laughs> I can only imagine. Like I'm not sure why he did this movie. I can't imagine he wanted to do a Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel. Uh, I'm guessing he either was in money sort of concerns at the time, and it was an easy paycheck or something else. Who knows? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm positive. I am positive he was not happy he was doing this, uh, yeah. and he gives an absurd per- performance, but it's entertaining, so I cannot, I cannot deny that. Um, but it, it is better than the first one. In that, if there's one thing I'd say is better than the first one, it's maybe the fact that I, I at least feel like these two were characters. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can describe them. I can say, oh, this is this is what Stretch is like. She, you know, she's a wise talking radio host who has a bit of a mouth on her. She's quite smart and thinks on her feet. Uh, as we said, Lefty's kind of insane and got a lust for revenge, and he's kind of wacky and that kind of. Yeah, he's like a little bit of a Bible thumper, good with a chainsaw. <laughs> he's good with multiple <laughs> chainsaws. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I think I think that's that's worth mentioning. Uh, so no, and like like we say, it's it's less low budget, grimy setting, and it's more this big, over the top kind of. Uh, Kind of gluttonous, I would say, to go with the whole theme of like eating and stuff like that. Like, the, yeah. like we say, the, the the new base is this big set, this big abandoned amusement park, and it feels like, oh, we got money now, we're going to do everything, we're going to be like them and just have everything, and to the yeah. point where it's over the top. And I, I appreciate that thought. That kind of works. Yeah, um, definitely. And like, even though there's not a ton of kills uh, in it. Like when there was, I I did think like any type of kill or gore or whatever, I always thought it was pretty entertaining, uh, and there was some good gore effects. That's kind of similar to the first one when you think about it. There wasn't a high body count in that either, but when it when True. they did have yeah. a kill, it was usually entertaining for the most part. Oh yeah, uh, and exciting. So I, I guess in that way, it's spiritually continued on some <laughs> some Texas Chainsaw stuff. All right, I think we're going to spoilers now so we can talk about uh, mm-hmm. plot. So full spoilers from this point on for Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. So, like I say, uh, we get to the, their base really quickly. And basically we get there, we, we get, you know, we get a quick little scene of like Hopper going to the chainsaw store and like just <laughs> testing his big chainsaw and he's like, and the guy who's selling the chainsaws is just like sort of in shock because he's like, he's like swinging the chainsaw as if he's practicing yeah. how, how easy it swings and he gets the two little like, ones. And that guy had such a, a range of emotions. I couldn't tell at first <laughs> if he was angry or if then he was excited or if then he was aroused. Like he just went through the whole like gamut of emotions. Well, it's because it's because he'd already put all the money out on the on the table. So he was yeah. like, "Oh, he's paying. Oh, he's, 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 whatever he wants with his chainsaw. I'm making a I'm making a sale." That's kind of his thing. Uh, but he basically because uh, Stretch records this this phone in because he's doing a phone in thing at the start of the the movie, and these two like college assholes who are like joyriding and shooting like road signs and stuff uh, are phoning up and won't hang up. And for some reason, they have this stupid system where they they can't hang up on their end, which is really stupid I, when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, I I don't know anything about radio, but I gotta assume that that is not how it works like if someone calls in you just can't get rid of them until they hang up yeah because as soon as someone realizes that they're going to do what these two do and just not hang up yeah. and just be dicks about it like <laughs> you're going to get these assholes but they can't hang up and uh yeah they're being assholes they're being and you can sort of tell they're going to be the first kills they're kind of set up to be these obnoxious wait wait, wait are, you, are you saying that the guy named rick the prick is obnoxious <laughs> Was that the one wearing those stupid glasses that had like, the the coloured yes, things was. on them? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Reminded me of my like three D like uh, pog slammers I used to have as a kid. <laughs> oh, and he's firing off a gun looking at it. He's just oh, just oh, you just like, oh, I'm ready for these two to die. Uh, and oh, yeah. this is where, this is where we get the the exciting car scene where uh, 
the 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 bad guy's truck like pulls upside them and Leatherface holds his dead hitchhiker brother because they've got his corpse because of course yeah. they've got his corpse so they're not going to waste his corpse <laughs> and he's like thrilling him about and then he like starts cutting into the roof and obviously they're hearing all this in the radio because they're still on the call and she records the call and hears them die end of the death is pretty cool though you see uh, like, the one guy gets his like head like cut with a chainsaw and he's just like pouring yeah. blood looks pretty good and yeah, all- it, it- the movie takes like twenty seconds. And it's already got more blood in the first movie. <laughs> yeah, like the that death scene looks really cool, and just the the visual of Leatherface like on top of the car with the corpse uh, of his brother, you know, um, like hanging off on him. Uh, it it just looked like really cool and weird and creepy and, and visually interesting. Yeah, um, creepy definitely. And Joe, you know I think it does. I think it's like a statement right in the opening scene. Look, this is what we can do in the sequel. Like, we're going to be bigger, we're going to be bolder, we're going to be more in your face and more over the top. And that's what this is. It's Leatherface on a top of a truck, (laughs) slashing into a car as they're both driving at whatever speed. I feel like it's showing you how crazy this family is, but also, like, how crazy this movie is. Hmm. Exactly, exactly. Uh, So... Uh, Stretch goes to lefty and like, I've got this tape and at first he's like oh no I don't want to put you in danger and then after he goes and buys his chainsaws he shows up and he's like you know what play that tape and she's like okay he's like no 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 I mean on the air play it on there." and basically what he's trying to do is lure them out he wants the killers to come out and uh, seek her out uh, but this is why you kind of like you realise like he's not actually that sympathetic because later on we'll talk about the scene actually in the, the station when they did when Leatherface and uh, Top Chop which is his brother uh, come and that's that hitch. That's the hitchhiker's twin brother, apparently, according to uh, my research. Um, but they come to the, the 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 radio station, and we'll talk about that that actual scene in a minute. But she, she's in danger, and she gets out of it, right? And then she follows the, the them back to their base, and then he, then Lefty shows up behind her, like after, and have a little bit of scare, like because she thinks at first that he's a hostile, and he comes out, he's like, oh hey, Stretch, it's just me, and I'm like, wait a minute. It implies that he followed both of them here, which implies that he was there the whole time and just didn't come in to save her. He was just using her as bait and yeah. didn't care if she died. Because she, she could have easily died. I mean, she got herself out of it, but mm-hmm. she could have easily died. And it's like, oh man, he he just does not give a shit. Like, he's just out for revenge. <laughs> he doesn't care about anyone else. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's not the best dude. No, he's, he's, insane. he's certifiable. <laughs> and I want to ask this question. Where exactly did he buy his holsters for the small chainsaws? <laughs> Answer me that. Uh, if, if this movie came out a little later, I would say maybe he was inspired by like uh, Evil Dead movies or something like uh, just knowing, like, oh, you know, chainsaws can be a, a, a cool weapon. Uh, maybe we need something for that. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that. I mean, is this a thing? Do, do people who use chainsaws actually have holsters for these little ones? Because in case they need to use them when they're out doing things, like, is that an actual thing? Maybe, maybe it's not silly. Maybe, maybe I'm assuming Possible. it's a stupid movie thing, but it's actually no, no. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he's got two of them, knowing he's got like two little chainsaws and he's like holsters as he's got the big one out. Oh, that's quite funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about the, the, uh, the radio station because it's a really fun scene, actually. Um, oh, yeah. So we have. We have uh, Top Chop comes in first, obviously. Uh, and he. He kind of just acts weird and she gets uncomfortable because she's been left alone because uh, the other guy that works with her went away for coffee or whatever. And he. Uh, He's he like dressed like a hippie, and yeah, you know, seems to be making like a lot of like demands, and, and you get that eerie feeling that oh, this guy isn't gonna leave. Like she keeps going, like okay, like you know, we're closed. You can you please leave now? And he just keeps like continuing on the conversation, like he's not even acknowledging what she says. Yeah, he, he sort of pretends he kind of is going along with it, and he just kind of laughs when she says that's the exit sign, and that's time to go. And he's like, oh yeah, it says exit. E-X-I-T, exit, and he just laughs. Um, of course, Leatherface's introduction here is fantastic. He he comes yeah. running out of the darkness out of this uh, like uh, this room where they keep all the the vinyls for the for the radio shows, uh, and that's great. And he ends up hitting him instead. He hits uh, Chop Top, <laughs> and we we learn that he was wearing a wig, and he's actually got like a you know he's got a dome, yeah. and, and we see because he keeps picking up himself with this like coat hanger. 
with the edge of it. <laughs> and then once yeah. his wig's off and you see sort of the edge of the flesh around this metal dome bit, he starts picking at it and eating it and it is like so disgusting. <laughs> and this is one of those moments where it lingers for a long time. Like Leatherface is off chasing Hart <laughs> with the chainsaw and he's just like, we're just watching him just pick bits of his yeah. head and eat it and lick his fingers. It is disgusting. Uh, but it works. It's, it's good in that sense. It actually reminded me of disgusting. Earlier on in the movie, she goes to like a, a chili competition and oh, it's right. uh, the dad, uh, what's his name? Drayton Sawyer Drayton. from the first movie. Yeah, he, he worked at the garage in the first one. Um, he 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 wins the trophy. He's like, oh, the secret's in the meat. You got to have good prime meat. And I'm like, oh, he's serving human meat to people. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the whole thing. But again, it's sort of darkly funny kind of thing. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so she gets out of it because she gets she traps herself in a room, and I actually kind of like the little twist in this when she enters a room and she shuts the door. It's like a metal sliding door, and it's like this weird role reversal from the first movie when Leatherface like shut the the metal door. Oh right, yeah. Uh, I thought that was a neat touch. Then Leatherface ends up just jumping in the wall behind her uh, eventually, <laughs> which which is also good fun. Uh, but this, this scene gets weirdly erotic. Like oh yeah, because uh, <laughs> even even before like she kind of talks him down and sort of plays along as the because earlier on, um, Lefty said to her, "Oh, they 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 react on fear. So if you don't act scared, maybe it won't go the same way." And she starts like kind of said, "Oh, that's no good." She starts barking orders at him as if she's in charge. It's almost like a dog. Yeah. If you show them that you're the boss, they won't <laughs> do the thing. Uh, but even before that, there's this big like ice bucket with like you know various cans in it and stuff. And Leatherface is just sort of like putting his chainsaw into the ice, and it's like it's maybe he's cut into some of the ice, maybe he's cut into some of the cans, but it's like spurting. Like liquid <laughs> up into her face, and it's like yeah. very erotic because he's just doing this up and down into the ice, and she's like being like getting a facial of like soda and stuff. Yeah. Um. And so, so it's already weirdly erotic, but then, then she kind of like, oh, obviously not actually leading him on just to try and stop him from killing her. Uh, yeah. Tries to like, think, yeah, yeah. Well, like, once she kind of gets the inkling of what he wants she kind of plays it to her advantage to uh survive and yeah it gets uh really disturbing especially when it's cutting back to leatherface like licking his lips and you know just kind of uh you know gliding the chainsaw gently up her leg Uh, yeah it's that's going smooth i was doing a little impression there of his lips (laughs) just in case people thought i was i was just doing that randomly uh, yeah, he starts putting the chainsaw slow. It's not turned on, obviously, but it's just he's yeah. just sort of like slowly sliding it up her leg until it gets to the crotch, and then he just leaves it there and kind of like pushes in with it a little bit, and he sort of goes back to his and he's like, yeah, like in his lips. It's uh, it's deeply, deeply disturbing, and she she's of course terrified by this, but she's trying to pretend that she's not for him, so that he, he yeah. so that he thinks she's in command, and uh, he actually lets her live. He lets her go and uh, just goes away and comes out and just says that he, ki- he kills her. Uh, meanwhile, of course, uh, the other guy comes back, the other worker, LJ, at the station, and uh, Chop Top uh, bashes his head in with a hammer, which uh, is another glorious death, to be honest. It's, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> he just keep, kind of keeps hitting them. And what the, I think the most brutal part is, though, is he doesn't actually quite kill him here, because he, he keeps moving, but he's obviously, he can't yeah. really, he doesn't have the strength to get up, because his head's just been bashed in with a hammer. But he's, like, spasming, yeah. and he's doing all these things, and it just feels really sick and brutal. Yeah, and it's kind of similar to one of the kills in the first movie. I, I forget who it was, but there was someone that like, got knocked down and then kind of like started spasming. And yeah, it, that was uh, the, that was the first one. That was the one at the door with the metal shot. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, and yeah, it, it's something about that is like uh, <laughs> that's just like so upsetting. I don't know if it just seems like too real or too like animalistic or, yeah. or something, but <laughs> I think the simplest kills are always the most terrifying because they feel more like because as much as you could go and kill someone with a chainsaw very few serial killers actually use it because it's a you know it's bulky you need to start it up it's dead loud like there's a lot of reasons not to use a chainsaw if you're a serial killer um where someone just running up and hitting you in the head with a hammer seems like you know anyone could do that at any second if they wanted to yeah (laughs) uh so there's a there's an element of real fear with that uh to an extent uh, was. Uh, but yeah, she, so she follows them, then Hopper shows up, uh, Lefty, and she falls in a very convenient trap door. Yeah, th- this I, I found it is odd. Well, I, her motivation altogether, I don't really understand. Like, she, you are home free. I know you want to get these people, but at the same time, like, you're so unprepared. Yeah, I, and... I don't know why she gets out of the car, because she... I get why she follows him the, 
follows him in the car, right? Because she gets out and she's like, damn it, Lefty's not here. He needs to know where they are. So I I get the idea that she's following them so she can see where they go and then she can go and report it to him when she sees him later. Okay, yeah, that that makes sense. That's fine. I get that part. Why she gets out of the car and then she thinks... (laughs) Because she thinks Lefty in his car is another bad person and she starts running for her life. And yeah, what if he was? What if that was another member of the family? You'd be screwed again. Yeah. And then she falls in the hole. (laughs) Which I guess... This was just like a a, tra- a trap door they just had like on the ready for some reason. Here's the funny thing: so she falls down the trap door down the hole and she ends up uh, down in there. Like we'll call it call like, it the the cooking preparation slash morgue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> room. She ends up down there. But uh, like we're about to see, about a lot of these scenes like going on a little bit too long. It's actually made worse by the fact that so Dennis Hopper up top. You know, open, opens his car, and he gets his little chainsaws in his holsters, and he gets his big chainsaw, and he comes in, and he sees, like, some stuff, he sees some blood flowing, there's, like, like a, a wall that breaks free with all this blood and, like, organs and stuff in it, and he's like, oh, this is the house of the devil, I'm going to bring it down, <laughs> and he revs up his chainsaw, and he starts, like, sawing things, and you get the impression that he's working his way through to the main part mm-hmm. of this, this place, and here's the thing, some of the other scenes with her, when we cut back to her, take so long, and we only occasionally cut back to him for a scene, you know, there's, there's a scene with him where he finds like a, a body, like a corpse, a really old corpse in a wheelchair, and I started oh. laughing because I'm like, "Is that Franklin?" And then he kneels down next to him, like, "Oh, Franklin, don't cry, I'm here now." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm surprised you didn't kill him yourself if you had listened to him for more than ten minutes." Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I think even his corpse is in a wheelchair. But other than that, it is literally like we we spend so like these scenes with uh, Stretch with Leatherface and the family go on for a long time like, like i say when we get to this location we're about 50 just over 50 minutes into the movie and there's still another 50 to go and so so much of like her like and don't get me wrong she's hiding behind this thing leatherface actually finds her and she again she calms him down and it's almost like he thinks she's his girlfriend now and <laughs> he he he's uh skinning the the guy who worked at the station lg and we see him like skin big bit of the leg and he holds up the skin then he holds up a bit of like flesh from the the stomach and then eventually he like cuts off the the face like this this mask and he sort of like he's about to like hold it up to his face and he's like oh. the whole thing's very disgusting it's very again compared to the first movie it's a lot more bloody there's a lot more blood and stuff and all this kind of these kind of scenes um but then he finds her and thinking that she's his girlfriend, takes this new leather face, this new fresh skin mask from him and puts it on her. And it's all sort of <laughs> hanging off of her face. When it's, And then, then it, he puts on the cowboy hat on top of her and she looks <laughs> ridiculous and terrified. And then he gets her up and basically starts dancing with her. And, like, <laughs> and it's really surreal. It goes on too long. Like we say, a yeah. lot of these scenes are good, but last far too long, and the pacing is kind of wonky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the scene itself and what's happening is really ridiculous. And the idea that Leatherface thinks he's got a girlfriend is really hilarious. Yeah. You know what? Some of it kind of feels like oh, it's almost as if maybe there was a lot of improvising on the set, mm. like. Uh, like it, like it feels like maybe they just let the camera go and like, all right, like you know, put this on her and then start dancing with her and then, but you know, it wasn't like oh, just do this and this and then we'll cut and it's just like yeah, just keep going, like you know, let's see what we get. I I, um, I can see that. Uh, I I would still argue that the in editing they should have said no no no. Oh yeah, yeah. Here's where we cut. Here's where we chop. <laughs> but uh, it it does go on a bit too long. And then again, there's because a, a lot of this blurs together for me because she ends up he he leaves and then she gets out because uh, LJ's not dead yet. He, he's alive just long enough with half of his skin off just to cut her free. And then yeah. she's like, there's a lot of her sneaking around in the main area because the room she's in is kind of like in the middle of this place and there's like a sort of big surrounding area which is where most of them the other family are and they're preparing things and whatever. And there's a lot of her like almost like running into one of them, running into Chop Top, and then like going into a pipe instead. There's a lot, there's a lot of that. Uh, yeah. And then eventually Leatherface comes running after. He's pissed that she was leaving, uh, and then the rest of the family find her. In fact, she almost gets away here. She almost gets away, and then Dennis Hopper's character, the idiot, is chainsawing like other bits of uh, like beams and you know yeah. stuff holding up the roof, and actually caves in in front of her. He stops yeah. her from getting away. He doesn't he doesn't necessarily mean to do it. But he does. Yeah. His his plan also is kind of weird. Like I get, 
you know, he that he thinks this is like an evil, sinful place, and he wants to like bury it in the ground. But at the same time, maybe you should just focus on finding these people first, doing yeah. what you want to do with them, and then getting rid of the place. Yeah, that, that's the other thing. Yeah, it feels like he's doing it the, the wrong way around. Find them first. <laughs> kill them, and then start taking the place down. The way he's doing it is, is really weird. Especially since you would think you would start in the middle and work your way out so that you can get out. Yeah, it's, it's like he's on a suicide chainsaw campaign. <laughs> it's, it's really weird. And I also wasn't really sure the exact layout of this place. Like, is it just one big underground area, or is there, like, different underground floors? I don't know if there's different floors. It seems like there's a lot of tunnels, though, because Dennis Hopper takes ages to get to the, the main area. Like yeah, because an eternity to get there. Yeah, because I wasn't sure if if he was on like some upper level or lower level that he was taking the beams out and, and working his way through, or, or something. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's kind of hard because the place does feel gigantic. Yeah, I, I think it was like, upper tunnels or something like that. Um, and that's, that was actually that did make me laugh though. Is uh, they all blame Leatherface because they don't want the beams <laughs> is cut down, and he's like, "Oh look what your brother did again!" This is yeah. All that. Um, <laughs> So when they catch the girl at the end of this tunnel and the the rest of the family see her and they basically realize, oh, Leatherface has got a girlfriend and, uh, you know, Chop Top <laughs> starts singing about it and they're yeah. teasing him uh, and she's begging for help and Leatherface does nothing. And then we get kind of get like a sequel to the dinner scene from the first movie where they tie her up and they bring out Grandpa and they try and have Grandpa bash her head in with a hammer and it doesn't work because he's yeah. weak and frail. I thought this was really odd. Like, it's not a horrible scene, but in a movie where everything, you know, seems to be so different from the first one, it's weird to go back and do something that's, like, almost exactly the same. I, I agree. <laughs> you know? I, it's really weird because the entire movie up until this point, from the very opening scene, is screaming, No, we're not doing the same thing. This is different. I want yeah. to do something different. And then it gets to this scene, it's like, Oh, let's, let's do that scene from the last one again. Almost identical. Yeah. Uh, except for or the like, fact, obviously Dennis Hopper jumps out at the end with his chainsaws. Yeah. But. Like, I think it might have been cool if maybe they set up that they were going to do that. Like, oh, we're going to do this again. But then something interrupts it. Like, you know, if Dennis Hopper came in a lot earlier and just like chainsawed right through the grandpa, or like, that could yeah. be kind of cool. But instead, it, it doesn't. It, it shifts. Uh, yeah. it, just, it just it goes plays through almost the whole way like it did the last time. And then, then Hopper jumps out. Uh, and then what, what I thought was weird is it almost treated um, sh- Stretch and Chop Top stuff as the, that's the main finale of the movie. And then <laughs> yeah. Hopper and Leatherface were kind of like the side finale because they, they finished first. And it yeah. also ended in a really weird way, I thought, because I actually had to go back and check to see if I'd missed something. Because I felt like the Leatherface and like uh, Lefty stuff, because we see uh, you know the dad, uh, Drayton, because under the table he's got a grenade, he's like, ah, eh, maybe it's just time to call it a day. <laughs> we keep attracting too much attention kind of thing, and he's ready to just blow himself up. And we see Leatherface and obviously Lefty are having a duel with chainsaws, which is not bad. Uh, it's not bad duel. I'm a little bit spoiled because I, I did see uh, Motel Hill, which I think had a better chainsaw duel at, at the end. I don't think I saw that. Well, I'm sure we'll do it one day. Uh, on I'm excited. Uh, yeah, because no. the idea of dueling chainsaws is awesome. And uh, yeah, I think this was a little bit of a, a missed opportunity. Like, it wasn't bad, but like was, you said, yeah, this should have okay. been like this should have been the big, you know, crazy, like, finale. Uh, and, and yeah, it, it seems like it was uh, played off a little, a little sooner than it should have. Yeah, because we keep cutting away from it. We see, like, at one point there's a chainsaw sticking out of Leatherface's stomach, which is when Hopper switches to the, the small ones. And, um, like, Leatherface accidentally, like, goes through the table, which cuts uh, the dad in the back, and he drops the grenade. Which I, And I, th- I assumed that meant the grenade was about to go off, but the pin was still in it. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the last we see at any of this scene is just... We, we, obviously, uh, the grandpa throws his hammer, and it ends up hitting Leatherface. And the final <laughs> shot of this whole thing is that this is all kind of still going on, and it cuts to Dennis Hopper just holding up the little chainsaw, screaming and like sort of like an an insane sort of war cry, and that's the last we see of it. It feels <laughs> that that scene feels kind of unfinished. Yeah, it it doesn't feel like we see how it ends. It's weird. Yeah, it it's strange. Um... Because the other I, stuff works, because we, we see, obviously, Lefty runs off, and we see Chop Top race after, they, they go up, it, we see it's morning now, and, she, and I believe it, because it felt like that part of the movie went on so long that I buy that it's morning. 
and he chases her up this this old thing that goes to this little monument up, and there's some good chasing stuff and kicking. I really like when she's like climbing up the ladder. He keeps like slashing at the back of her thighs, oh, and her yeah. ankles, and it's really like oh, oh. It's just they're just little cuts, but they feel kind of squirmy because it's a really awkward place. Yeah, uh, and there is something I want to go back to actually real quick. Oh, um, there you go. Uh, something that Drayton says, uh, I, I think, before like Lefty shows up, uh, he mentions something about their grandmother up in Chainsaw Heaven, which I, I, I just think it's kind of weird because like they don't really like. Obviously, we know Leatherface loves a chainsaw; that's his thing. He he's super into it. But before that, it never really seemed like this is a family thing. Like, this is something everyone in the family loves and can't stop talking about. And all we all have our chainsaws and yes. love them. Like, <laughs> so it's just kind of weird to me that, oh yeah, chainsaw heaven. That's a thing we like and believe in. Yeah, no, um, I, I actually glossed over that myself. That's a very yeah. good point. That's a very good point. And, uh, and, and it comes into play a little bit later once, uh, with a uh, stretch at the end. Yeah. Cause obviously that's what they're climbing up to. They, they find this, yeah. this, this corpse of the grandmother, uh, and then Stretch starts like cutting himself in the throat because uh, usually it, it was kind of like a callback to the the hitchhiker on the first one cutting his hand kind of thing. Uh, and but there's a there's a chainsaw. Maybe, maybe that maybe that's what he meant with uh, chainsaw heaven. Maybe that's because that's how she died. Yeah, because there's a chainsaw in her sense. stomach, and she, that's what the lefty pulls out, and she ends up uh, chainsawing. Uh, chopped up and he he goes flying outside and we see him not only roll down this little sort of fake mountain they're on but he also goes into this little this pipe he ends up as like i was like oh jackpot you, you, you got him in uh, and then the final shot of the movie is her at the top of this like mountain display thing and she's holding the chainsaw up and it's very reminiscent at the end of the first one with leatherface yeah. um which was fine when she was just holding it up and streaming but then she started actually doing the, the turns and the swipes yeah. and i thought that's weird why is she doing that you know, it, it's kind of funny because earlier in the movie, you know, Leatherface is all into her. And at first you kind of think like, well, these two have nothing in common. But then at, at the end oh, of the movie, end. like, yeah. yeah, they might actually make a good couple. Like, is the movie implying that after going through this, that she's also kind of crazy now? And that's why she's doing the same kind of motions as Leatherface. It's implying that she might go on yeah. to become the new Leatherface. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, yeah, I, I should forget uh, I, what happens in the sequels, but I don't think that she appears again but I don't think so no yeah uh, uh so wow, i mean I, I, walls are shaking. Yeah, that was a serious helicopter <laughs> going past her uh but i i no i actually i do like the way it ends i, I like the, the final shot uh other than i do think it's yeah. weird that she goes full dance with the chainsaw like it was fine when she was just holding it up but then when she starts doing all the little arm movements it was like oh this is a bit weird why is she doing that and i, I guess maybe that's what it's saying that she's went through this that she's kind of crazy now as well but like, like I say, when when that happened, and I was like, oh, it cut to credits, I went, wait a minute, how did the Dennis Hopper stuff end? I feel like I'd missed how that <laughs> ended, and I had to go back and check. Yeah, as you're as you're talking about it, I, I watched this movie two days ago now, at this point, and yeah, it, it seems like a blur. Like, I can't even, I'm like, oh yeah, how did that happen? Like, I, I remember, yeah, him like, you know, coming in, jumping down, and uh, then you know having the duel, but then after that it's kind of like oh wait yeah it feels it feels like they forgot to film the end of the scene or it was or maybe it was a bad couple of takes and they couldn't get Hopper back to finish it and it just kind of it, it's weird it ends in a really weird place I, I guess you're just sort of meant to buy that he's he's like in his element he's going crazy with his chainsaws and he's about to bring them all yeah. down um and I, I I guess I mean I get why they didn't want to just kill like Leatherface and the dad and stuff because they're probably thinking oh there might be a third one so we don't want you to kill everyone off on camera sure but, yeah uh, it was just a really weird way like to, <laughs> I legitimately felt like when the credits rolled I was like wait a minute how did the other fight end and I had to go back and check <laughs> I I couldn't remember it finished like five minutes ago and it's because yeah. it doesn't really feel like it ends it just kind of cuts to this and then never goes back it's weird um but that that's Texas Chainsaw yeah. too anything else you want to talk about Timmy. Uh well, I guess this is kind of gonna go into like my, you know, final review or score or whatever. Actually, but that's something I want to point out. Just this is a small thing, but see okay. in the uh, in the the radio station scene when uh Chop Top's been all threatening and he's just talking to her as if he's a fan. Uh, mm. I like how that scene's lit. It's it's lit green and purple or green and pink. Mm. Uh, it's very neon, and I'm like. Again, just just the idea that we're saying no, this is different from the first film. You would never have seen like fancy green and pink lighting in the first movie. 
yeah. It's, a, it's very this movie. It's also very eighties, uh, which I appreciate. So I just, I, to, I just I thought of that. I wanted to point out. But... Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, I this is kind of weird because I had a lot of fun with it, and uh, I liked it, but I feel like it's just so short of being like a really good movie. Like, it, it, it just I, needs a lot of like, it had, it editing has, and. Yeah, it has good ideas. It has a lot of fun sequences, but pacing's a bit off. Structure's a bit off, and then on top of that, you you have this weird kind of non-ending for like part of it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's it's got a lot of these these issues that pile up and kind of make it feel. It, it feels like a sort of disjointed series of good scenes. Yeah, and uh, it just seems a little unusual because I feel like when we're complaining about something, it's usually yeah. because. Like oh, we'll have a movie where we like like everything that we're presented with we we don't like and we don't like the direction and you know what the characters are doing or something and in this it's like oh we like everything it just needs to be kind of moved around Tightened. and <laughs> cut yeah yeah I, 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 I feel like it's less we complain that oh there's too much like usually it's like the yeah. opposite I feel like I I, I think. Uh... I think it's still fun. Like I had fun with it. I, I got oh, a lot, yeah. I, I got a little bit, a little bit restless at certain points when the scenes went on a little bit too long in the second half. But I did have fun. Like I had fun with most of it. I, I, th- I think it's a pretty decent sequel. It's just it's not a great movie, uh, but there's, yeah. there's a lot of things to like about it. So, mm-hmm. with that said, uh, I guess we should do some ratings, Timbo. Out of ten. Uh. I think uh, I think I'm still gonna go relatively high, uh, which I'm gonna do a seven. But um, hmm. yeah, again, this easily could have been a seven point five, maybe even an eight movie. If you know, not to beat a dead horse, but yeah, if it, if it was just tightened up a little bit and you know, so a little more even in some parts. But. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a smidge lower. I'm gonna go six point five. Okay. I feel I feel like I feel like saying a seven is saying no. This is a good film. And I feel like I can't ultimately say that about this because it just misses that mark because of these various issues we've brought up. Uh, yeah. But it still gets to six point five because a lot of the scenes on the run are actually a lot of fun. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Um, and I didn't have a bad time with it. I, I do think it needs to be shortened a bit and needs to, the structure needs to be thought out a little bit more. Um, but no, there's some genuinely as much as we say it's more of a black comedy. There are some genuinely creepy scenes. That scene in the radio station where he's like. He's talking to her and you know Top Chop and he's or Chop Top. I, I, I've been saying it a different way around every time I've said it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when Chop Top's talking to her, he's like, "Oh, I'm a fan. Uh, can you give me a tour?" And she's like giving her a tour. He's she's just picking things up the desk. Oh, here, here's the the pen and here's the Rolodex and here's a Sharky Talk man and she does the Shark Talk thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. And then the scene where you know Leatherface like bursts through the wall. Like I didn't see that coming. Like that's. Yeah. You know, that it's almost like or, if I was in a theater, even, like I would have jumped. Or even what I said before, then when he, when he first enters from the the shadows inside the the record room, and oh, sure, yeah. and he just comes running out with a chainsaw. And what I like about that is that it's actually proper creepy and scary when he comes out, and then it ends with a laugh because he hits the wrong person and he hits yeah. he hits his brother. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's got a whirlwind of things. It, it just needs a bit tightened. It's it's uh, it just needs maybe someone else to like come in and say, all right, let's tighten this. Let's chop a few things here or there, and yeah. just just make it a bit more, just make it flow a bit better. Um, Agreed. But no, so there you go, six point five and a seven then from us for Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, which ain't bad for a sequel, honestly. Like, so no. we were definitely going to lower for some of these. I'm actually excited <laughs> about doing the next one because the next one, uh, uh, Leatherface Texas Chainsaw Massacre three, is the only one in the series that I've not seen before. So yeah, I I don't. I can't. I really can't recall it. If I did see it, I remember mm. nothing about it. Like this, it, it'd been a long time since I'd seen it, but I remembered like you know the radio station and you know like some of the ending stuff. Yeah. Like there's still uh, yeah. I, I think you, you typically. Know, a little bit there. I think you typically remember Dennis Hopper. You remember Chainsaw Duels, and you remember maybe the car at the start kind of thing. If you if you if you're yeah. just remembering key things, um. But nah, so you know, good or bad, I am curious to check out the third one because it's just it's weird that I've never seen it. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Um, I am not looking forward to the fourth one because I am <laughs> I am positive that that will be a very negative review. Uh, so you can huh. look forward to the Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger <laughs> Texas oh. Chainsaw movie. That one I am looking forward to. <laughs> oh, 
God, Tim, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, so that's Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. Uh, let us know what you think of the movie, of course. Um, obviously, there's something I forgot to do in the last uh, streams that went up, is uh, I forgot to announce the new vote, because uh, obviously once a month we do a, a review for a movie that was voted for by our patrons, because uh, we're on patreon.com slash TV. If you want to support the channel and support this show specifically, uh, there's some cool bonuses for streams, including the vote uh, stuff. And uh, obviously some goals in there for extra stuff eventually if we if we hit those goals uh, related to screams so that's cool but every month we have the vote uh, the the vote from last month uh, that will be a little bit later on this month typically it will be a little bit earlier than the month when we do that uh, but Tim's going home for a week he's visiting his family so uh, we had to push it a little bit later into the month of June than we normally would but the vote for July is up. Uh, it'll be up all the month of June. It's already up for Patreon on, uh, as I say, patreon.com slash TV. Uh, if you've not voted yet, you can head over there. Just click on the little tab at the side that says uh, Patrons Vote. So it'll be one of the top two results, along with the Influx vote. Uh, and the theme for this month, we, we picked, because obviously last month, uh, or for this month's movie, we had the uh, the director theme with Lucio mm-hmm. Fulci. Uh, the theme for July's movie is Summer, because, well, it's Summer. And the four movies in the option are I Know What You Did Last Summer, The Original Piranha, Madman, and Tourist Trap. So that nice. is the four movies up for option if you want to vote in that. And uh, for the movie we're going to do in July, by all means, go over. Um, and obviously as well, if you want to comment and give us ideas for themes for possible future votes, I'm not going to promise we'll use any of them, but it wouldn't hurt to suggest some. Um, yeah. Now, there's maybe a really obvious summer movie we've not put in there, or maybe a couple of obvious summer movies. It's because we maybe have plans to do things anyway. So, uh, but mm. this is the vote for the uh, the July patron bonus or Patreon's pick uh, episode. So, by all means, go over to Patreon and check that out. Um, but here we are. So that brings us to the end of the show. So mm. thank you very much for watching. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, that helps us out a lot if you do that. Uh, get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. Uh, But that is us, so thank you once again for watching. Keep watching the scary movies. We'll see you next time.